Luke um, 14 in the verse 7 to 11. The parable of the wedding feast. Parable to those Luca mấy mục sư? the parable of the wedding feast now he told a parable to those who were invited when he noticed how they chose the place of honor saying to them when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast do not sit down in the place of honor lest someone more distinguished than you yeah, yeah, yeah. invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, give your place to this person. What is that? Okay. And then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place so that when your house comes, it will stay to you. Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For everyone who exalted himself will be humbled, and he who humbled himself will be exalted. That is the word of the Lord. Amen. This um, parable today, God teaches have to be humble and not to be so proud of yourself or was um, or be haughty or be vain yeah in life so many people who forgot they are senior but they are always proud of themselves and so haughty and so vain and they, they 
show up a lot of things in life and forgot that they are sinner. This is a story uh, I could uh, tell you about the teaching of God today. Is that there's a scholar who traveled around the world and he learned a lot of everything in the world. And he's so proud of himself when he came home in his country and he saw a farmer. And he, he so he feel pity on the farmer because he, the farmer know nothing. So he come to talk to the farmer and talk to him and he said, you didn't go anywhere. You didn't learn too much. Uh, I want to, sh to, to, to know how much you know. So I have a bet. If you can answer my question, you, you, you can ask me a question. And if I cannot answer the, your question, I will pay you $10. But when I ask you a question and you cannot answer my question, then you only lose $5. And the farmer agreed. And the scholar went to give him a, a chance first to give a question to him. Then the farmer asked him, there was an animal who go climb up the mountain with four legs. And when he Come down, it have only two legs. How come? Who is that? What kind of animal? And the scholar scratching his head. He never know any kind of animal who can go up the mountain with four legs and go down with only two legs. What kind of animal? And she, he, he surrendered. He said, I don't know, uh, you win. So he take out $10 and give it to the farmer. And he said, now your turn to, but I, I ask you, what kind of animal is that? I never know, but could you tell me what what kind of animal? And the farmer said, I don't know either. I, I, you win, I lose. So he took out a $5 and gave it to the scholar. And the scholar <laughs> cried out, oh, I lose. Yeah, my, I thought I know everything, but this guy is no more than me know how to make money. So that's the story. Tell us that don't be proud of yourself. Don't be so hardy. And it's not to be vain because uh, whatever we know is nothing. Yeah, so 
own way be humble and listen to God teaching, be humble and not not to be so proud of yourself. Mm. That is the story today to share with you about God teaching about humble. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, some somehow you know, um, you know, there's always something about our lives that um, you know exalt. We 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 have a tendency to exalt ourselves over other people, don't we? Right. A lot of people do that. You know, um, when you go grocery shopping, you want to be the first in line. When you uh, go to church, you want to sit in the best seat in the house, right? When you go to the movie theater, you want to sit in the best seat. Uh, you know, um, you know. When we park our car, we want always the best parking spot, right? It's always you know me first, and 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 so you know I I think that the way of God is to give your place to someone else. And you know what? Whenever I go to church, I don't I don't park right right near the door. I park as far away as as I, as I can. So then the person who's late for church, you know, they they can come and they can park in the in the place where it's closest to the door of the church. And um and so they they're not so late. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's very cool. You know, uh, you know, we, we always like to be important. And you know what? Um, let's let's uh, help other people make them more important than ourselves, right? The Bible, actually in the Bible, it says to esteem other people higher than yourself. You know what I'm saying? Is, you know, we have a tendency to put people down. A lot of people do, right? Um, and so, um, but um, that's not good because that's pride. But God says to esteem other people that that way we can be humble, and uh, and God will smile at us and be happy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And two. Yes. Um, do you have anything on your heart that you want to share from, from God today? Um, no, I've been, I've been thinking, well, we have said everything about the, the, uh, the praying for the U.S., which has been a great, a great uh, thing in my heart. So uh, we just keep continue praying and uh, we pray that God, uh, God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, um, and that uh, God will do the miracle as he does every single day in our life. More, uh, big or small, every day that God, God, like I experience miracles every, every day, like how God, how good God is um, Mm. and faithful. Mm. in in every situation like i'm very grateful for everything that i have today and where i am today and that um we can't take anything for granted 
-hmm. because um, we have to acknowledge that that God is real and He is a good, and loving God. He always, who always give the best thing for His children. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like, it, it, like every day things happen that you don't even like. Sometimes we don't even notice that because it's a part of our life. But it's a miracle in itself. Like how we get to work safely, it's a miracle by itself. If God doesn't protect us, we could end up in an accident. Mm -hmm. Right? When we back out the parking lot, we could have back onto somebody walking behind our car. Mm -hmm. You know, in our work, we could have made fatal errors and kill somebody. Yep. You know? I know that. Yes. So so like it's 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 incredible when I think about it every single day. I'm grateful for for everything God, that God has done, good and bad. Something God let things happen so that we learn, right? We may think that it's not a Amen. good thing. That, yeah, like we, we may think that's a negative and a, a setback. But that is something God, want us, God wants us to, uh, God wants to teach us to grow and be dependent on Him. And that He is in charge of every single situation in our life if we let him lead us and guide us and be a part of our life because he won't he won't make us to he's very polite he won't make us uh, to to do things the way he wants he just wants us to humble ourselves and come to him and ask for his advice and his help because we can manage this life without him. Mm -hmm. There is no, no, you can't live this life without God. It's very, life is very miserable and empty without him. You're right. Amen. So only he can feel that void. Why there is so much of depression and people who have mental illness? Because they don't have because God is not in their life, control their lives, and all they think, all they focus is they focus on themselves instead of focusing on God. And God will make everything right for you. You know, so, yeah, so, so, you know, like, so as much as we try to take care of ourselves and do things by ourselves, but God wants us to surrender ourselves to Him and draw closer, closer to Him every day. Amen. Amen. That's all I have. Amen. 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 Paige, Paige Tyndall. We have a new uh, sister in the Lord joining us today. Uh, okay. Once she's connected, let's uh, give Paige uh, a hello, okay? Just give me a second. Hello, Paige. Hello, Paige. Hello, Paige. Hello, can you see us? Hi, Paige. Can you hear us? 
Okay, I'm not sure. Uh, in any case, everybody say hi to Paige. Hello, Paige. Hello. Hi, hi. Paige. It's hi, welcome. Paige. Oh, welcome. You can hear us. I hope you can receive. Yeah. Paige is actually um, my friend from the pharmacy, and uh, she's hungry for God and we wanted to have her join us so she can learn about God. She, she, um, she doesn't know much about God and she's gone in the wrong way, but you know, God is restoring her back and, and calling her back and, and opening up his arms to, to her and she's receiving the love of God like never before. Mm -hmm. And uh, please remember Paige in your prayer. She's going through a lot right now with her family, with her own self, with her own, uh, actually, um, there's some personal stuff, maybe one day she will share with everybody, but um, she is a sister in the Lord who, um, I, I, I know that um, with our prayer and with our love, she will be able to overcome and conquer some of the things that she's going through right now. And uh, Paige, I don't know if you can hear me, but we see your name on the screen. And uh, we're going to share the word. And may the word that you hear today will set you free, Paige. And the truth, Jesus says that the truth shall set you free. And who the Son sets free is free indeed, Paige. Jesus is going to set you free, okay? And um, we're going to continue. Sorry, uh, Pastor Joe, go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, um, all right, quickly, today my, my sermon is going to be on Exodus chapter 25, okay? And um, I don't know uh, if we have time, but um, yeah, we can read it. And that will get me going, okay? I just need a little bit of momentum here. So if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to Exodus 25. And if you're there, say amen. Amen. I don't have a Bible, though. Amen. Uh, but you can hear me. I'll read yeah. it for you, okay? Thank you. Are you there, Grandpa? Yeah, 25. Uh, Exodus 25. Uh, 25 or 35? 25. 25. Yeah. Okay, and what verse one? Uh, yeah, we're gonna read for, uh, verse one to nine. Yeah. Verse one to nine. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, are we there already? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exodus twenty-five, verse one. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to the children of Israel, that they may bring me an offering from everyone." Who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, 
goat's hair, ram skin dyed red, badger skin, acacia wood, oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the epot and in the breastplate. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. Amen? Amen. So what's happening here is God told Moses to speak to the people to bring to God an offering, offerings of gold, silver, and bronze, and uh, even goat's hair, <laughs> okay? And so that, um, you know, these are interesting items that God is, is asking them. And uh, verse 8 is important. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is the pattern. The pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. So God is, is um, getting people to bring things, items that belong to them, uh, items that are valuable, and items that are important, okay? And God is going to uh, build... Well, he's going to help the children of Israel build uh, a sanctuary, a tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, um, a table of showbread, and the lampstand, the golden lampstand. So today, I really want us to talk about is, first of all, the tabernacle. I want to draw your attention to the tabernacle, okay? The sanctuary. And, um, you know, we can go deeper into the teaching, but, um, you know, for now, I'm just going to talk about the, the important thing that is relevant to your life. Is that okay with you guys? You know, we, we spend our life building a life for ourselves. Okay. You know, you know, we, we, we chase after happiness and uh and freedom and we want to do it our way this is the, the way that of, of of uh joe in the previous life this is the way of of each and every one of us you know who here doesn't want to chase after you know happiness we all want to right and and we want to chase after success uh we we want to chase after um material possessions right who, who doesn't want to drive nice cars and wear nice clothes, right? But you know what? At the end of the day, we want to do it our way, okay? And so, you know, all of us humanity, we spend our entire lives to dedicate it to the pursuit of building this, this kingdom uh, that we, um, you know, we call it our kingdom, right? And, um, but God is saying to us today, to you guys, you know, you who are a believer is to build God a sanctuary. 
Dana, you're going to build God a sanctuary, okay? This is a pursuit in life. It's not about my house or, or your house or whoever's house, you know, but the most important thing that God wants us to do, um, and, and he's saying it to the children of Israel, is build me a sanctuary that I may dwell with them. Okay, so what is God is saying is bring to him an offering. Okay, God is saying to you, what do you have that's in your heart that you want to give to God today? Okay, because what you give to God is what God is going to use to build his sanctuary. You know, if you're a shepherd, okay, you can bring to God goat's hair, okay? So you're asking, you know, why is this goat's hair important? Well, first of all, if you're a shepherd, the only thing you, you, you have in your possession are goat's hair, right? You know, or even the horns or whatever. But, you know, goat's hair is important to God. And God says, bring the goat hair. You know, if you're a rich person and you have gold and silver, God's saying to you, Bring me your gold and silver. And so whatever that comes from the treasure of your heart, okay. bring to God, okay? And, and it's those things that you give to God that God is going to use to build a sanctuary. Now, what is this sanctuary? What is this, this tabernacle that, that uh, Moses is talking about, right? Uh, a tabernacle is like a tent, they call it a tent of meeting. And so in the days of the, the Exodus, the children of Israel has to follow God in the desert, right? And so, you know, day in, day out, they had to set up tents and they had to tear it down and they have to move whenever God moves. If God stay at one place, they set up tents and, and stay there. You know, if the cloud of God is moving, you are moving with the cloud. And if the pillar of fire is moving, you're moving with the pillar of fire. So, you know, that's how God leads the children of Israel through the cloud, pillar of uh, fire and the, uh, the cloud uh, by day. And so, um, and God dwells among the people in this thing called the tabernacle, okay? And the tabernacle is like a tent city where they have the outer court, the inner court, and then inside they have the, um, you know, they call it the, the holy place. And then they have the most holy place, okay? And that's where the Ark of the Covenant and, and the table of showbread and these holy items is in there. And so, um, you know, when, when Moses gathered all the gifts and, and the offering that came from the people, God gives instruction to Moses on how to build the tabernacle, right? God gives Moses the instruction on how to build the table of showbread and how to build the Ark of the Covenant. And so God gives specific instructions on how to do that. And then God also gives specific instruction on how to furnish it, make it look nice and holy. Okay. okay, and so God is giving you um, uh, the same instruction today because 
you know, we are so focused on building our own lives that we forget to build what is important to God because what is important to God should be important to you as well. But you know what? What is important to you isn't always important to God. Does that make sense? Yes. So whatever that's important to God is definitely important to you. But whatever, whatever that's important to you is not necessarily important to God. Okay. My, my, my dream of being a, a, a Hollywood superstar is important. Okay. I want to be, you know, the Tom Cruise of the world, but that's not important to God. You know, uh, you know, I want to be the, the, the Beyonce of the world, but that's not important to God. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we want to prioritize our lives okay. and dedicate our lives to building this sanctuary, this, this place where God will dwell. In verse 8, it says, And let them make me a sanctuary, in verse 8, that I may dwell among them. Okay, so in the days of Moses, this is a physical um, structure, okay? The tabernacle is a physical structure that God wants to build. And then, you know, Aaron and, the, and his sons, they would be acting as priests. And they would go into the holies and, and, and minister to God there, meet God there, okay? But for our purpose today, the, the tabernacle that God wants us to build, it's not a physical structure. It's not a building, but a spiritual building. Okay. Okay. And that spiritual building is you and me. Hello. Amen. Yeah. What God is saying is, you are the tabernacle. You're going to be my tabernacle. And I want to dwell in you. Okay? And I want to meet you there in this place. You are a, in, in, um, in 1 Corinthians 3, 13, 16, it says that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is the desire of God is that he would dwell among us. Hello. Okay. Christ in me. Everybody say Christ in me. Christ in me. That's right. That's Christ in me. And so now when... When you see yourself as a temple or a tabernacle, what kind of tabernacle are you building for God? A healthy one, a strong one, an honest one. That's right. Loving one. Yeah. And no, so now today you want to pay attention on a, how to build that tabernacle because you don't want to build it your way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has certain ideas on how to build a house, okay? You know, you, you look outside, you know, no two houses look the same, right? 
And so everybody has a certain idea on how to build their house. You have a certain idea on how to build your house. I have a different ideas, okay? But you know, at the end of the day is what is important to God is that we build our house or his house according to him and his design, okay? He's the chief architect. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And so, because if we build our lives based on his blueprint, his pattern, that's the right way to build a house that God will dwell. If we, if we build a house based on our design, I don't think God will dwell in there. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, yeah. I, I want to focus about the word pattern because uh, in, in verse 9, you know, um, God says that according to all that I showed you, that is the pattern of the tabernacle. Okay. And so we have to, these, we have to build the, the house of God according to God's pattern. And I'm going to take this word pattern and I'm going to build on that for a bit here. Okay. Because we all have a pattern. You, does anybody know what a pattern is? Yeah. A pattern is like a, a blueprint. Um, a pattern is also like a roadmap, right? A pattern are sets of instructions. Is it routine or no? It's different. It's routine, yes. And it's a, a pattern is like a, also a system, a yeah. way of doing things. Okay. And so this word pattern is very important because sometimes when God speaks to us, we don't understand what fully what he's trying to say. But you know what? God will simplify it so that we can see a pattern. You know, he show us a pattern, you know. And so um, a, a pattern makes it easy for us to follow. You know what? If you're blind, okay, I know this lady, she's blind, uh, but she can, she can move through the house with no problem. Do you know how? Sound. As she moves throughout the house, she memorized the pattern of the house, right? She, she would use her hand and she would feel the doorway. And then she would move her feet and she would feel the step. And in the process of time, uh, she, she develops a, 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 a mental picture mm -hmm. of the layout of the house, okay? So that picture of a house is a pattern, okay? Now, you know, you, you wanna build your life according to the pattern of heaven, okay? Yeah. But for most of us, growing up and not knowing God and being separate from God because we are sinners, we have a certain pattern that we develop in our own life. Okay? You know, there is a pattern of destruction. Wherever we go, we leave damages and destroy things, right? There is a pattern of violence. <coughs> when things don't go right, when things don't go our way, we get uh, angry, 
right? And we fight. Somebody triggered, look at us the wrong way, bang, you know? You know, so we, are, we have a pattern to ourselves. There's, there's a pattern of abusiveness. So, you know, um, you know we, we've been people around us that, that speaks to us and treat us in a certain way. Those are patterns that we can recognize. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You need to see those patterns. There's a pattern of disobedience where, you know, you would tell your children, hello, kids, you know, to do this, and they just look at you and ignore you. Pattern of disobedience. People that don't want to follow order. Recognize that. This is, this is how the world is. They, they, this is a pattern of the way of, 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 um, of people that don't know God. There's a pattern of blaming and complaining when, when things don't go our way, when things don't go right. We have a pattern of, it's your fault, you know? Or why is God doing this to my life, right? We recognize those patterns. And we build our lives based on those patterns. There's, there's uh, you know, the, the pattern of fear, where we, or, or lack of faith, where, where we don't want to do anything because we're just afraid for our life. It's too dangerous. We don't want to take risks, right? Uh, you know, um, there's a pattern of fear where, you know, we accept whatever abuse that's being done to us and not say a word because we're too afraid to speak out. You know, the children of Israel were slaves to the Egyptians for 430 years. They have a pattern of fear. They don't want to fight. They don't want to uh, speak out, right? So they just accept whatever, you know, the Pharaoh, uh, however they treat them, however life treats you, you just accept it, you know? So you, you, you became a slave. There is a, a pattern of, of idolism and, and self. You know, everything is about me, right? You know, like, like we talked about earlier, you know, I am born. When you go to a, a wedding, uh, you want to you, you take the, the, the best seat in the house, right? And then the, the, uh, uh, the, the owner of the house saying, you know what, that seat is reserved for somebody else, right? So the pattern of self is, is like the pattern of pride. You know, everything is about you. You have to drive the nicest car, live in the nicest house. You know, it's a pattern. You know, when you go shopping, you want a VIP parking spot. That's a pattern. The, you know, the, does everybody recognize those patterns in their lives? Yes. There's also the, the pattern of stubbornness. You know, yes. you don't want to be, you don't want to change your ways. You know, people tell you to do this and you don't want to do it. God tells you to repent and you, you just, you're stubborn, right? There's always a better way. But if you're stubborn, you never discover that better way. And there is a better way. And, you know, and stubbornness lead to poor education. And, you know, poor education leads to poverty. And so, you know, poor education leads to uh, crime and disorders. 
And so everything can be traced back to stubbornness. And so God, God has a better pattern for each one of us today. And so we need to, to look at the pattern of heaven. You want to build your life today, starting today. Is, is you say, ask God, God, what is the pattern for my life that you want me to build? Okay? You go to God today in your prayer closet. Say, what do you want me to build in my life? So that is a pattern of heaven, not pattern of the earth. Because the pattern of the earth leads to, um, you know, destructions and, and hurt and anger and fighting and wars, divorce. That's the pattern of the earth. And we want to get rid of those old patterns. You know, there is, um, you know, I, I live in Forest Lawn. And, um, you know, um, there's a, a neighborhood in Forest Lawn where they built these uh, small houses tiny homes, okay? And uh, it's sponsored by ATCO. And so ATCO was generous to buy this piece of land and they built these beautiful, small box container homes, nice and clean, modern, beautiful, right? And then they put in these homeless people, right? And so one of those homeless people, a person is a patient of ours. And so when I went to bring the medication to that, that person, you know, even though it's a, it was a beautiful, brand new, tiny home, but because the homeless person is still hanging on to the old pattern of living, that brand new home becomes ugly, stinky, you know, and disorderly. Okay? Because inside of them, inside of us, is a certain pattern that is ugly and disorderly in here. And I'm speaking to myself first. Okay? And so when we enter the kingdom of heaven, it's like entering into that Atco building tiny home. Okay? And so we can't bring the old pattern into that building, into that kingdom. We have to get rid of it. And so I pray to God today for you to, to take a time and look at your life, okay, right now with an honest heart. Is, are there, and ask yourself this question, are there patterns in my life that is not healthy, that is not godly, right? Because there are patterns that are destructive, destructive to our health, Destructive to our relationship. Destructive to our marriages. Hello? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So look for those patterns. What are you, what do you have? What are you carrying inside of you today? What pattern are you carrying that is not godly? And, and I'm just saying to you is now is your opportunity to say, God, Get help me get rid of these patterns, old patterns, old habits, old yeah. system, old ways of doing things. Because you want to, you know, you don't want to bring those into the 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 kingdom of God. You don't want to bring them into the palace, do you? Hey, Joe, can I just say one quick thing? Sure. Besides, thank you that this has been coming up for me 
like from God for the last two weeks straight, every day, full on. And it is such a blessing. And I, lo I love it. And I just, I'm just so grateful. Amen. 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 Yeah. Because once you have the godly pattern, once you, once you um, capture that pattern that God have, have spoken to you, uh, you know, in your meeting place with him, and once you apply the pattern of, of heaven, it's going to change radically your life. Yeah. It's going to change your relationship. It's going to change your health. It's going to change the way you feel. You know, it's like heaven on earth. Amen. Okay? Yeah. You know, that's the only way for you to, to capture and experience heaven. Is first of all for you to get rid of the old pattern, get rid of the, the destructive and, and the old ways. Okay, the, it says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Okay, and that is your confession. But you know what? Beside the confession of faith, you need to apply to that confession is that the old things pass away. So today is your opportunity to say, you know what? I'm going to throw garbage out but if of my you don't life. Apply, if you don't apply it today, then it's just going to be another, I got to do it tomorrow. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. Like, but, so yeah, I am applying most yeah. something. What, what God is doing in your life is called sanctification. Okay. okay. Sanctification is a process where God is removing or you're allowing God to remove the old patterns away from your life and for Amen. you to for you to receive the new pattern from heaven and that you are going to be the one that is partnering with God because God's not going to do it all of it for you, okay? Yeah. You know, he, you know, when, when they build this tiny home for the homeless people, you know, it was all the, the trade people, the, the, the architect, the plumber, the electrician, they all do the work to build the tiny home. But you know what? Because they left the homeless person out of the equation, when they brought him in to live in, into that tiny, beautiful home, it, it, it turns into a mess, right? And so yeah. what God is doing is you are going to partner with me to build this sanctuary, to build this tabernacle. Mm. Make sense? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. In a way, my illness is uh, is a blessing, um, if you know what I mean. Like I'm going to get better, but it's really helped me, um, you know, bring a well. One thing, you know, doing um, that drug I was doing to to a no more, and um, that's a soul taker, you know, end of story. But it just it's brought my me back into perspective of life and um, God and and moving on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful. if you're at Romans, if you're at Romans 12, chapter 12, it says this, verse 1. 
This is Paul speaking to you and me today. Okay, are you hearing me? Amen. Paige, I hope you're still with us. It says this, I beseech you therefore, brethren and sisters, by the mercies of God to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And what, God, what Paul is saying today is, you know what? Your body is a living sacrifice, and you are to offer that to God. So that means that, that this body, this life, the, this, the day that you receive Christ to be your Lord and Savior, this redeemed body, is it belongs to God. You have to give this body over to God, which is your reasonable service. So this body, this, this person, doesn't belong to Joe anymore. It belongs to God. And the sooner you, say, you acknowledge that, the sooner God can roll up his sleeves and start a good work in you. Okay? Because God is, is in, the, in the business of renovation. He, he wants to renovate your body. He wants to, to renovate your life. But that's only with your permission. Paul is saying, you know, your reasonable service to God is to surrender, like Antu was saying, surrender your life over to God. So then he can build that pattern, build that sanctuary so he can inhabit you. Amen? Amen. And that's important because when God puts his finger into your life, into your body, you want him to do that because he's going to heal you. Yeah. Right? Sometimes, you know what? I know of this patient who has hep C. Okay. Anybody know what hep C is? It's hepatitis yeah. C. Okay. And, um, you know, of course, um, you know, he's, um, you know, there is a treatment for hep C. And it's like, $50,000, $100,000 to treat, to cure this disease, right? And so they, you know, uh, by the mercy of the Canadian government, they have provided this treatment to treat this person with hep C. And you know what he does with his new liver? No. He goes and he drinks. Drinks like a fish. And you know, I'm not talking about water, right? You know, he's, he's destroying his body, his liver, by drinking. You know, the government just spent $100,000 on your liver to make it healthy. And here you are, drinking yourself to destroy it. There's, there's a pattern of destruction in here that has to go. Does that make sense? Yeah. God wants to renovate our lives, but you know, if we don't allow God to, to build this pattern of heaven in your life, God, you know, we're back to square one, right? 
and so you know we we have not experienced heaven the way he wants us to experience right and he wants you to experience heaven today not tomorrow or the next day and it, it starts with surrendering and say god i'm going to surrender to you the old pattern the old me the the old selfishness the stubbornness the uncleansiness you know all the the violent and then you know the the uh the pride i'm gonna surrender all those things because you want to give me something new you want to give me a new liver a new heart right and but you know you don't want to give it to me because you know that i'm going to destroy it so you know we're holding our stubbornness is holding god back yeah you know from doing a great work in our lives to doing miracles you know there are miracles that we have yet to experience because we're saying you know what we're still stubborn in our old ways and we're preventing god from 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 working in our lives right you know it's not god that's that's withholding the miracles it's us our stubbornness can you imagine you know somebody paid a hundred thousand dollars for you so you can have a treatment a cure for 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 liver uh, disease and yet here you go to 7-eleven and buy like cases of beer and drink yourself to kill it it's just not right no right you know so we have to change those patterns the pattern of of addiction pattern the old ways on zoom on sunday sorry could we get him to come on Zoom on Sunday? I'm working on him. Okay, that's good. And pray for him. This is a real person. It's this is not something that I, I'm making up. I mean, no, I, I see him, right? So my body um, cured Hep C like uh, on its own. So I have to remember I'm very strong, and in 2007, and I'm still in remission. Amen. Amen. So you, you know what? Take advantage of that. You know, it's great yeah. that it's been given to you so that you can do better. So you yeah. can you have a better life, right? But yet, you know, while all these grace that's been poured to you, yeah. And then you turn around and and you go and do things yeah. that are destructive to your body. Yeah. You know, what's the point? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Amen. In Luke, in Luke um, I'm going to close it with this. In Luke chapter 6, and you guys don't have to turn there. I'm going to read it for you, okay? But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood comes and the stream that beat vehemently against the house and could not shake it for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately the house fell and the ruin of that house was great. What is Jesus saying here? Jesus is saying that if you hear my word 
you are like a wise man who built his house on the rock, right? And, and it says, this is a person, he dug deep. And God is saying to you today is, you know, the word I'm speaking to you, I'm laying a foundation. But you, your part is you have to dig deep into your heart. You have to put effort. You have to say, God, I hear your word and I'm going to commit and do it, right? It's like my dad always telling me things and he would say, you know, whatever I say goes in one ear, goes out the other ear, right? So we don't want to be like that man. We want to be like the man who hear the word of God, okay? It enters into our heart. That means that we commit to his word and that we're going to dug deep and we're going to build our lives on the word of God. And so that when, when the, the storm comes, when the um, pressures of life comes, when the attack comes, when temptation comes, we're strong because we're standing on the rock. We have built our house, our spiritual house on the rock of Jesus, right? The rock of Gibraltar, right? And so we're not going to fall. But how many Christians out there who did not, who heard the word of God, but did not dig deep? It didn't go into their heart. It went out the other ear. And those Christians, I'm going to tell you, those are Christians. Who, their, their family is falling apart. Their finance is falling apart. Their health is falling apart. Their relationship is falling apart, right? And so nothing is keeping together. And that's because they didn't dig deep. And they didn't want to hear and do what God is saying today. So the... So Jesus says, let those who have ears, let them hear. Amen? Amen. And this is, so bring to God today your offering. And bring to him especially your ear and your heart. Okay? Don't give God just your ear. Give God your heart. That means give God your willingness to do it. Okay? I'm going to get rid of my old life, the old pattern that's in my life. And I'm going to, I'm going to adopt God's pattern. Amen. And so that we can experience heaven on earth. Amen. I'm excited. Amen. And it starts today. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you're a smoker, okay, and you hear the word of God, you know, smoking fills your body with, poisons and toxins okay yeah. that's a, a pattern of the old way but god says no this body belongs to me it's not my body it's not your body it's not joe's body it's not dana's body it's god's body don't you want to give it to god right yes and mm -hmm. god in whatever that you put in god's hand remember Whatever that, last week we spoke about, whatever that you put in the hand of Jesus, God is going to make it a miracle. He's going to yeah. turn it into a miracle. So Dana, put, give your body to Jesus, okay? Okay. And, and, and it, in his hand, your body will become a miracle. 
and you will see. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Put away the old pattern and build your life on the new pattern of heaven. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes, Joe, though, quickly, like, um, I just, well, it's hard because I'm in bed a lot, but uh, it's not hard. But, you know, fulfilling, keeping yourself busy. I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to get up and just do the dishes and, you know, sweep the floor and finish an actual job so that I don't get just, just I'm not doing anything. But the thing is, is like get distracted and get depressed. And um, and then you reach out into old behaviors, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm still not, and I'm happy. Proud. I'm happy. Yeah. But, you well, know, I'm it, praying. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will show you and open your eyes so that you can see the old pattern. Okay. Yeah. And but the Holy Spirit will not remove those patterns from your life. You have to do it yourself. Okay. Okay. It's called yeah. a partnership. God's not going to do all the work. He's going to show you how to do it. But it's you who have to do it. It's a partnership. Okay. Okay. And so the prayer is, God, I hear your word. I believe it. I receive it. And I'm going to obey it. Okay. And, And I'm expecting great and mighty miracles in my life. And I'm expecting it from you guys today. Amen? Amen. Okay, let me close in prayer for you. And I'm going to release you, okay? Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for, for Paige especially, and, and also for Dana, and for Justin, and Juliana, and, and Chong, and Tong, and Tu, Grandma and Grandpa, and Tui, and even those who are not here with us, Father God, that that the pattern of heaven has arrived. And uh, even now you're, you're showing us the pattern of heaven. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing our, the, the destructive ways of, of the old person. And Father God, with that, with your help, Lord, that we all will get rid of the old pattern, of the old ways of living and the old ways of thinking. But that way that we can receive from you, Lord, from the, ha- the pattern of heaven, that we will build our lives according to your plan and purpose, Father God. And your plan and purpose is good for us, Lord, because you say in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, that you know the thoughts for Dana and for, for every one of us here. You, your thoughts of, of peace, of joy, of healing, of prosperity for each one of us, Lord. So I just pray that for everyone here today, that we can experience heaven on earth now and forever in jesus mighty name amen amen well the lord bless you thank you for joining us and i pray that these words do not fall on deaf ears but it's received believe and applied amen Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. So much, everybody.
Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye.